I've been meaning to talk about relativity for ages. And it's something that I really would love to kind of sit down and do a lot of work on. But before I can even start to do that, I have to get the thoughts that are in my head, out of my head, or at least some of them. And past guest and friend of the show, Pat O'Reilly, contacted me there yesterday and basically said, great to see you off the leaders back, all the rest of us, you know, hand the boys and hope the lads. But that I had made a mistake in something that I had said. I had said originally that he had done 310k runs. That's what I said on the podcast. But then in the blurb, I corrected it because I went back over my messages between myself and himself. And he said that he had actually done 200. So I had originally said he'd done 300. He'd ran 310Ks, then corrected it in the blurb to say he'd ran 200. But Paddock contacted me in a little bit of a bitch fit and went, nah, 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 nah. you said 300 and then you said 200. It's actually over 400. And I was like, so fucking read. But he explained that what he had said to me recently was that he had ran 200 sub 50 minute 10Ks. A fucking impressive feat in and of itself. And he said also that there was no easy runs there. And I was like, like running 10K in less than 50 minutes is fucking pretty hard. But it's relative. Because from my point of view, he's ran 200 sub 50 10Ks consecutively. But after you do something 100 times, you can't claim that it's really hard. So as far as I'm concerned, he needs a new target. He needs it to be sub 47 minutes or sub 45 minutes or whatever it is. Because you can't go on for the rest of your life under the same impression that you were originally. Because when he started running not that long ago, only a couple of years ago, what was it, two or three years ago? Actually, no, it was probably five years ago because you have to add two years to everything because of fucking COVID. But when he started running, running a sub... 50 minute 10k was probably just completely out of his mind I mean finishing it was all he wanted to do but again it's relative once you do enough of something and you get a certain level of proficiency you have to up your game essentially so if you're when you start playing darts if you've never held a dart in your life and you're throwing them at the board your initial goal is to hit the board and for them not to fall out onto the ground. After that, it's like, okay, we'll, we'll try and get it to the centre of the board. And after that, you know, you're going for treble 20s and double 10s and you're playing around the board and all the rest of it. But you you hone your skills, your, your proficiency is relative. It's like progression. So pick darts, pick snooker, pick fucking anything that you could possibly ever practice. The guitar or anything. Language. How much have you improved? is the question that you need to ask. Because if somebody started playing the piano yesterday and today they can play She's Coming Round the Mountain, that's an astronomical level of achievement. Like, that's fantastic. But if they're doing it five years and that's all they can play, that's a bit shit. So time is relative. Everything is relative. Everything that matters is relative. Maybe not everything is, ra- is, is relative. Broad sweeping generalisation alert. But that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about I want to talk about relativity. And I don't want to get I don't want to zoom too close into relativity. I don't want to start talking about fucking Einstein's equation of E equals MC squared, you know, energy equals mass times the speed of light squared. You're looking way too fucking close as far as I'm concerned. You have to zoom the fuck back out. Because your perspective on anything is is in itself relative. The analogy that I've used before is 
you're trying to figure out the congestion problems of a city, the traffic congestion problems of a city. And in order to do that, you've lifted up the bonnet of a car and you're looking at the engine going, right, let's sort out this fucking traffic congestion. You zoomed way too close, pal. Your, your, your perspective is all wrong. You have to zoom the fuck back out. So you say, okay, I'll zoom back out. Now I can see all of Ireland from space. And you're like, ah, dude, you fucking, you zoomed out too far. So your, your perspective is, rel is relative. So everything is relative, but even from where you look at everything is in, is in and of itself relative. Pain is even relative. So if you've ever had a, a paper cut, you'll know the paper cuts can be incredibly painful. Like they can fucking really, really lift you out of it. But I wouldn't say that paper cuts are incredibly painful on a maternity ward. Because you'll get a bedpan across the face. Patience is another thing that's relative. I'm a, I'm a particularly patient person, I would like to think. But it depends on the scenario. Because it depends, and it depends on what it is. So generally speaking, I'm quite patient. I don't mind waiting for things. I don't mind queuing. I hang around. I kill time. All the rest of it. I'll fill that space with the thoughts that are bubbling around in my head. No problem. If somebody tells me I have to wait half an hour for something, I go grand. I'll just go internally and the time will fly. Happy days. However, there's a guy in my local shop who I just do not have the patience for. I, oh my holy fucking good sweet Jesus. The man is glacially slow. And like it's... Beep! Come on, the fuck, Jesus Christ, I've fucking a life to live. Like, the, the man is fucking, like, watching paint dry would be a party in comparison to being served with this guy. Like, he moves like continental drift. He drives me fucking sane. I cannot cope. I'm boiling standing there waiting for him to finish serving me. I am fucking seething waiting for him to fucking finish the fuck up and give me my fucking change and let me get out of the fucking job. Christ almighty. Can't cope. Just cannot cope. And in that particular instance, I think it's the needlessness of it. If the same guy said, listen man, I'm sorry, but the, the computer has crashed and it's going to take me 15 minutes to process your coffee and your salad bowl. I just go, that's no bother. 100%. No problem at all. Can't be helped. Say la vie. But it's the fact that he could just beep the fucking things quicker and let me get the fuck out of there and on with my life. But no. Pain, patience, compassion even. I'm, I'm a relatively... This is the thing. I'm a relatively compassionate person. Okay? I have empathy for other people. I've purposely avoided... Not all news in relation to what's going on in Ukraine. I have an interest in it and it's something that I am, I am going to speak about when I have my thoughts better in order. But one thing I've completely, totally and utterly avoided is any and all footage. I don't need to see babies crying. I don't need to see mothers being torn from their kids. I don't, want, I don't need or want to see lifeless bodies on the side of the road, okay? I get it. I understand what war is. I don't need to see the fucking pictures. I really don't. So I've, I've avoided that. And the reason that I've avoided that is because of my compassion. I'm an empathetic person and I don't need that because that will, 
it just fucking needlessly dragged me down, basically. And I don't mean to make fucking light of any of it. It's an utter tragedy what's going on over there. But because of because I'm a compassionate person, I avoid that kind of thing. And I'll give you a good example of of my of me being not so compassionate because it's again it's relative. So as a vertical farmer, I grow microgreens, so I have several microgreen seed suppliers. And one of them paid me a visit a couple of months ago. I was like, oh, well, lad, what's the crack? How are you getting on? And he goes, oh, not great. I was like, oh, God, look, everyone all right? And he goes, oh, my, uh, my, my girlfriend, she, uh, she broke up with me. And I said, oh, God, that's, that's, that's just, that's shocking. Sorry, sorry to hear that. We, we, with each other long. Yeah, yeah, we were, uh, with each other three years. And I said, oh, God, that's a, that's a long time. Um, had his kids? No. No, no, we, we didn't have kids. I was like, right, well, look, I don't mean to make light of it. Like, when when people go their separate ways, it can be quite, you know, soul-destroying. It can really give you too much time to reflect on, you know, what you did and what you said and what you could have done better and all the rest of it. But, you know, if there was kids involved, I don't, again, I don't mean to make light of it, but it, it'd be a hell of a lot worse, you know? That was on the outside. On the inside, it was more, why are you saying any of this to me? Oh my fucking God, I don't give two shits about your poxy girlfriend. I'm glad she dumped you. You're a fucking lunatic. I, oh my God, I, help, help, anybody help, what the fuck? Get me out of there now. Ground open up and swallow me. Where is the, when is there an airstrike when you need one? Get me out of that, okay? In that moment, I don't, know the meaning of the word compassion I just I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not cut out for it because I don't care and again your, your compassion is relative if that was a a dear friend of mine like you know it, it'd make me fucking sick to me stomach to hear that his life was in turmoil but that's because it's somebody dear to me this is a business relationship I don't need your shit in my life I have far more of my own shit that I need to deal with without taking on blind strangers' bullshit. And what I want to tie in with relativity is personality. And that's another thing that I'm going to do a a deep dive on. And (laughs) I say these things. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do a really fucking deep dive on this and I'm going to get me thoughts in order, blah, blah, blah. This is probably as good as it's going to get. But anyway, so as human beings, we're all largely the same. But we have our differences and our differences matter. They really, 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 really matter. And the better you can understand these differences and what they are and how they affect us, the better you can understand other people and how they act and why they act. But before that, you have to even pull back even further again. And it's the old, I think it's a Greek maxim, know thyself. Because all of humanity and all the people in the world, it's a hell of a lot harder to get your head around everybody else in comparison to how hard it is to getting a handle on yourself. Again, it's fucking relative. Okay? Instead of trying to figure out the human experience, if we all spent a little bit more time understanding our own experience, we'd have something we'd have something to compare other people to. And that's another thing that I've spoken about at length, this idea of 
you being in open water, treading water. You're doing it fucking for hours. Every so often your head slips under and you get a gulp of water. And you're like, fucking you. You, pa- you doggy paddle more just to stay afloat, just to stay alive. Life can be like that a lot. You're just, you're treading water. You're, what's it, what is it in, in Alice in Wonderland, I think it's called the, the Red Queen Contest. In her kingdom, you had to move as fast as you possibly could just to stay still. And life is a lot like that. Or it can be. Especially if you're not mindful about your life. You can be just running at 100 miles an hour your entire life and then you're dead. You never get time to to stop and to think. And what can give you that time, again, just to use the analogy I've used before, you're in open water, but you have a rock sticking up out of the water and you can just put your hand on it. And that gives you a little bit of breathing space. And from there, you can kind of take a breath and look around to see if there's somewhere maybe you could swim to. Or is there a fucking plane that you could fucking signal to, to let them know that you were there? It just gives you a bit of breathing space, a little bit of time. And having a better understanding of yourself gives you that little rock to to cling on to. Because once you can understand yourself, you have a reference point. You You have somewhere to stand, to look around and to observe other people. And you can... It, it just gives you the it gives you the headspace to say, oh, I see what that guy is doing. It's funny because I wouldn't do that. I wonder why he would do that or she would do that. And in a weird way, this podcast gives me the opportunity to kind of compare my thoughts with other people's thoughts. Because people tell me what they thought of the episode. Because what I say is a reflection of me. And what I think and my personality and my different traits and my lived experience. So when I upload an episode like this or any episode, I'm putting a little bit of myself out into the world. And when I say out in the world, I'm putting it out in the world so that I can see it. Because I listen back, not to all of them, but I listen back to a lot of them. And so it's funny because I sometimes kind of surprise myself. Sometimes I I, I laugh out loud at the things that I say and sometimes I don't laugh at all at the thing I thought was very funny that I said in the moment so it's great for me to be able to get a a better handle on myself but what's even better again is when other people give me their opinions on what it is that I said because that sharpens my understanding of myself and therefore people generally and I suppose in in a, a roundabout way it's why I do this it's why I export so much of myself out there it's to get feedback from god knows who about god knows what because the better that i can understand my own mind and how i think the better i can at least try to understand how other people think and be able to appreciate things from their perspective because everything's relative and on that note i'll chat tomorrow